0: Well, this is The Journey Told Podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Zanotti. I believe life is about the journey, not the destination, to find the journey in every step of the road. The highs and lows, the twists and turns, the ups and downs, it's in that. It's in those moments that really makes life so beautiful. Our guest today has a journey of her own. Kathleen Cameron is a chief manifestation success coach and a leader. Please help me welcome Kathleen to the show. Kathleen, thank you so much for being here.
1: I am so happy to be here, Sean. Thanks so much for having me.
0: I am so excited to have you on the show. I've been anxious to talk with you. In fact, I wore yellow um, just for positivity and just I was just anxious to draw off of your energy. Um, I want to just first start off by talking about your book. I know you have a book um, that's called The One that launched in August and became an international bestseller in five countries on the first day of the release. Mm -hmm. Have you taken that in? Has that settled in with you?
1: It's so interesting because I don't think that it has fully sunk in. It's been, I mean, this was in June when it was launched. So it's been a little while. Um, And I keep seeing people purchasing the book months later. I think it's the most, it's the most beautiful thing that I've probably experienced. It doesn't feel real yet. That's for sure. Okay. So it's still a
0: surreal moment for you at the moment.
1: Yeah. All of it is. (laughs)
0: I get it. I mean, because I feel like so much has happened for you in such a short amount of time. Let's talk about that a bit. Let's let's talk a bit about your journey and how we got to this moment right here. I find your backstory so interesting because you're literally living in this moment, right, right now as we're speaking, we're, we're in the moment of your moment. And I think that's so special, you're deep in that moment. Um, so you shifted from nursing in the midst of COVID into being a manifestation success coach. Tell us how that shift happened.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really beautiful because um, I truly am the same person that I've always been. I'm just living a very, very different experience in terms of what my life is like. And that had to happen and come out of experiences that maybe weren't the best for me to know what it is that I actually wanted and desired. So, I mean, I was a nurse for 12 years. I started as a bedside nurse, doing labor and delivery, palliative care, Uh, working with seniors, so I experienced a lot of uh, times in my life where things felt, uh, you know, hard, and I worked a lot, and I always wanted to advance in my career, I had learned that, Um, and I wanted to do something that was really, really rewarding. But what I found through um, starting a career in the the help and the care of others was that I got really tired. I got really, really exhausted emotionally and physically, and um, the fulfillment just wasn't there as much as I had hoped. Uh, And then I started seeing these other women around me on social media who were experiencing life in a different way, and they were self-employed. And so it started to open me up to okay wait a minute like I'm over here um working hard and emotionally drained and they're experiencing a a different life that's guided by their own paths. Like they choose their days and they work from home and they're going to the gym in the middle of the day. And then I started to get intrigued and I started to learn that a lot of them were making much more money than me as well. And I was like, okay, they figured something out. What, What is this? And so I got more and more drawn to it. So instead of sitting in the discomfort that I was in, I started to think of something else. So I started to toy with online uh, businesses. What would it be like to sell some product, maybe do some affiliate type things. Uh, And that's when I got into personal growth and development. So I started to learn about the power of our own mind, our own thinking, creating your own reality. So I put my nursing career on hold in 2019. So just before COVID, I put my nursing career on hold and I decided that I was going to seek out entrepreneurship, hired a coach. And when I hired a coach, it was like, ding, 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 light bulbs went off. You mean that I can help people to achieve success and fulfillment in their life in a different way. And so I pivoted and decided to become a coach. And So that's how I ended up here was I had to experience that myself first to now have the desire to help people along that journey. I love it. Um, One may ask, what makes you
0: a manifestation coach? What happened in your life um, to make you become the master in in that lane? Mm -hmm. What were you thinking? What was the thought or the thoughts that took place to transpire to get you into this shift of the massiveness, uh, Mm -hmm. the the influence that you have at this moment right now in the world?
1: You know, my life leading up to 2020 uh, really, really prepared me for what was about to happen when I launched my coaching career. So what I mean by that is, you know, I was a nurse in healthcare who took a lot of courses, a lot of certifications. Uh, I have a master's degree in nursing leadership, and I was in a leadership role for probably eight years of my 12 years in nursing. So leadership and wanting to um, help people to harness their own power was always part of me. But I just couldn't figure out how to do it in a way that was also fulfilling to me you know, in in healthcare, it was great, I was helping to develop them, but I didn't necessarily resonate with that. But once I started to learn the law of attraction. So I learned directly from Bob Proctor. So if for anybody who's listening that hasn't, uh, isn't aware of who he is, he's the greatest of all time teacher of law of attraction. He's from the movie, The Secret. And so I learned, started learning directly through him. And what that allowed me to do was to see that I could make an, an even bigger impact as a leader or mentor through the application of the materials that he taught. So this is where I said, okay, If I'm really going to teach people how to manifest, I'm going to be my best testimonial. I'm going to be my best first testimonial. So I took everything that I learned and I embodied it, I became it, and I started to bring things into my life in a very drastic way. Some people would say they call it quantum leaping or collapsing time. Uh, but essentially what I did is I started to move my energy differently to change the experience I was having in my outside world. And so we physically see things differently, like, you know, being able to go on trips and having more money, more time, freedom, cars, things like that. You can see it physically, but that is just the physical representation of the internal growth and the embodiment of this material. So that's how, for me, I feel so, proud to be able to coach people is because i know how to embody this teaching
0: how did that happen how were you able to connect with bob proctor that is amazing in itself
1: i actually um ended up getting onto a free training online one day so it was like a mindset class you know you always find what you're seeking so i was at a time in my life where i was seeking you know how can i strengthen myself strengthen my thinking and I end up on this free training with this woman who is a Bob Proctor coach. And she. And so I listened to her for about 15 minutes and I, and I sent her a private message on Facebook. And I said, I don't know what you are talking about but we need to talk when you're done. So when she got off that uh, training that day, she called me and she was um, a coach, she still does, um, who took people through one of Bob Proctor's courses. So I signed up to take that course with her So I started learning his material with her guidance and support. And then I said to her one day, probably two months later, I want to do this. I want to teach this. I love it. I could teach this all day. I want to shout it from the rooftops. And she said, well, there is an opportunity that you can learn to coach this material, uh, with Bob. So I actually invested in myself in a, uh, certification program that he has um, to become a consultant. And so when I did that, when I decided to launch my business and partner with Bob, I had uh, never met him before, never spoken to him before, um, just been in his material. And what I ended up doing was, is I made the decision that I was going to become his number one coach. I was going to receive personal mentorship from him. I was going to, you know, become friends with him. I'm going to show him what I can do. And I did that. I embodied the material. And so, you know, I got to the point where we were in a, in a very beautiful relationship. Um, mentor and dear friend of mine. Now he passed away about a month ago now. So we're, we're so grateful for everything that he did. And I'm so grateful I had the chance to have them in my life. But he allowed me to, he gave me the space and the guidance to be able to really, really embody this material. And so I just became his best testimonial. <laughs> yeah. What was the greatest,
0: um, what was, what was something that he shared with you or he taught you that you could, you feel comfortable sharing with the audience? Mm -hmm. Um, maybe three tips that came from him under his guidance that you think can help a listener or viewer that may be listening to get, let's say this is for the person who's already manifesting. They know how to manifest. How do you take it to the next level?
1: Yeah. One of the most powerful lessons that I ever learned from him was the difference between just being in a high vibe and operating on a different frequency of vibration. So many people think that uh, law of attraction or manifestation is thinking happy thoughts and happy things happen to you. But it's actually far more than that. So when you tap into the frequency of a vibration, this is where the real magic happens. So, for example, money is a good way to, um, it's a good thing to use as an example because you can measure it. So we can measure the amount of money that you have coming into your life. So if somebody is making $5,000 a month income, And that is the norm, and every month they expect the same. They're operating on the frequency of vibration of $5,000 a month. So in order for you to bring $20,000 a month into your life, you need to start operating on the frequency of vibration of someone who makes $20,000. And so this is where you can tap into your imagination and you can see yourself as someone making 20,000 what would you be thinking how would you be feeling what sort of behavior would you have and so you're bringing your future self into today which allows you to operate on that new frequency so that's probably my my first big learning The second thing that I uh, learned from him that was very, very powerful, and I have seen this be such a contributing factor to my success, is to give more than you receive. So being generous and giving people your energy uh, as much as you possibly can. Is going to bring more to you in your life. So the important thing, though, is that you do want to remain open to receive so it's not about giving everything away for free, but it's about, you know, having Uh, A business that you sell for a certain amount of money over here, but then you're giving and you're caring and you're being generous over here. So you might be growing your business beautifully financially, but you're over here donating to causes that are special and dear to your heart over here. So the more generous you are with your time, with your money, with your resources, um, the more you will attract into your life. It's the same thing with love. The more love you give, the more love you are open to receive. So it's this type of theme. And the third thing, so this one is a little open to interpretation, but uh, one thing that he um, has said multiple multiple times to me is that Kathleen it's never about you. And so, even when I teach things like you know I have a, a mass class coming up on how to strengthen the view of yourself. So while I'm going within and I'm working on myself and I'm becoming a stronger version, more powerful and all those types of things, it's never really about me. I go inside for the impact that I can have on others. So no matter what you do, you must focus on you first but it's for the greater good. And so if you're always going into things with that focus, then you know, you're know you answering the call to good. You're here to do big things in your life to impact humanity positively. And so I see that for me, I always see that as operating from a place of your divine self versus you know the ego. The ego wants you to do well so that you look good for others, so that it appears like you're successful, but your divine self is you wanna do good because of the impact you wanna make. So that's kind of the difference uh, there, but a uh, beautiful lesson that I learned from him.
0: I love that. Yeah. What is your day? What's the day-to-day life in your life? What does that look like for you?
1: Mm, Well, it depends on what day that we're, we're talking about, but, um, people ask me so much now, where are you these days? Are you at home? Are you in Florida? Are you, you know? So the beautiful thing is that I wanted to build a life that I could, um, continue to expand and grow in my business, but do it from anywhere. So you and I, we met in uh, Los Angeles, uh, and I'm act- i actually live in Canada, so I'm about an hour north of Toronto. So we have snow all on the ground; uh, it's still cold out there. Um, but and I'm going to Florida next week. Um, but it's very, very similar type of routine that I have that I've set up for myself. So I always do my meditations in the morning. I'm always doing that personal growth work. I focus on me and I focus on study, but then I meet with my team, I have Zooms, but I really don't like to um, overextend myself into the hustle and the grind. So I learned very, very uh, early on to work hard and to work a lot of hours. And as a nurse, I mean, you know, if I wanted to make more money, I needed to pick up an extra eight hour shift or, you know, I'd work 16 hour shifts. I did a 24 hour shift once. So I learned to work very hard. So I make a conscious effort now that, okay, I'm going to shut off at 4 o'clock. On the weekends, I'm not going to do traditional business type of work. And so I really tap more into the feminine energy. And I'm really guided by what feels good. Uh, And then if something doesn't feel good, I'll cancel it. So it's a little hard on my uh, virtual assistant sometimes. you know, and I have days that I want to teach and then I have days that I don't. So like, Mm -hmm. I prefer my Fridays to be just about relaxation, going and getting nails done, stuff like that. And then if I have a meeting come up in the calendar and I want to do it, I'll do it. So for me, I want to stay in the ease and flow of life, continue to create a beautiful business while still having that good balance between personal life and business life, you know, when you do something that you love so much, it can get a bit muddy because I I would love to do this. I would do this all day, every day. Uh, But I know the focus on my own personal growth is really important too. So a lot of inner work, a lot of self-work, a lot of uh, relaxation, calmness, things like that. Oh, I love it.
0: I just love, 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 love all of what you're saying. Uh, Who do you... Is there someone or are there certain podcasts that you listen to or books that you listen to um, on a day-to-day basis? And if so, mm-hmm. are you open to sharing where you get your extra words of wisdom from? Where, where do you lean in when you need to lean in daily? What yeah. does that look like for you?
1: Oh, yes. So I don't tend to listen to very many podcasts. I find myself when I'm listening to podcasts while I'm doing something else, I tend to not really listen to what the podcast is. So I love to read things. So I'll go and I'll read podcasts if it has the the excerpt, the transcript where I can read it, I'll do that. Uh, But books are my absolute go-to personal growth and development. Um, One of the books that I'm reading right now is called This Thing Called You by Ernest Holmes. And it's the perfect timing for me to get this message because it's really um, allowing me to tap into, you know, what does it mean to be you, your most authentic self, aside from what other people wanna see you as, (laughs) you know? And for somebody who's achieved uh, a fair bit of success over the past two years, people are starting to see me a different way. And I'm noticing that my identity is shifting based on what others think. And I know that it needs to be the other way around. So I'm really going within like, who is Kathleen now without all the other things, without the bells and whistles, without the marketing team, you know, without the success, who am I deeply to my core? So like, that is one of my all-time favorite books, but I read all personal growth and development. I like to fill my uh, mind with nothing but positivity, possibility, joy. Um, I like to read things that make me think a little bit more, you know, keep me, keep me going. I think it has
0: your mind going. Oh yeah. Um, For those who are out there who just, may not understand manifestation, I'm asking this question, which which I believe in manifestation wholeheartedly. I, I live my life by it personally. Um, but for someone who may not, how do you know manifestation works?
1: How do I know?
0: Yeah. How <laughs> it, would you answer that
1: question? Yeah, it's Yeah. It's my absolute reality every single day. I keep seeing it over and over again, myself and my clients But here's the thing, there had to be a point in my mind where it wasn't about what I saw, but what I believed in. So I had to make a decision that I was going to believe in something new, believe in something different. I was gonna have faith in the things that I could not see. So I have a science degree. I have two science degrees actually. So for me, Evidence, truth, reality was all based on the five senses. It was based on measurement, clinical trials. You know, if you're diagnosed with an illness, it's because a laboratory test showed that it was a positive result or a critical result or whatever it is. So my experience prior to learning about manifestation was that you had to see it to believe it. But now I moved so far in the other direction through study So the more I studied manifestation, the more real it became for me. And I then moved to a place where I now believe it and then I see it. So it's shifting the way that you see the world and how the mind works. And so I had to have a faith and a belief in a power outside of myself. Uh, That is greater than what I have. And then once I, you know, my awakening uh, or my enlightenment journey, whatever you want to call it, led me to now understand that I am one with spirit or the universe or God creator, source, whatever language you want to use, but that my consciousness is connected into the greater consciousness. So I am a part of something bigger that has so much creative power. And that same power is in me. And so that belief expressed itself outward. Now with my five senses, I keep seeing it. And it's just reaffirming to me now that this is real. This is real. But I had to go with faith first. So that's why I have faith here. I know they can't, the listeners can't hear it, but I have a little faith tattoo on my arm. Just to remind myself that no matter what I'm seeing with my eyes, the truth is within me. It's what I cannot see.
0: Mm -hmm. What are simple things that um, someone can do to practice throughout the day if they wanna practice (laughs) manifestation what's something that you can do to kind of keep going throughout the day if this is for someone who's beginning this process?
1: Yeah, this is such an interesting question, John, because a lot of people right now um, believe that manifestation is like journaling or like writing things out a few times, you know, three, six, nine method, five, five, five method. Now those are all tools that can support you in manifestation because they focus your attention away from the experience that you're having life right now and they focus your attention to what you want which is great which will give you a raise in your vibration it can do the repetition can help you with some reprogramming of the subconscious mind but truly the art of manifestation is understanding um that you manifest you the thoughts the feelings the actions that you have every single day create what is outside of you So simply just writing something out a few times a day isn't going to change the way you see you. It's not going to change your self-concept. It's not going to change your identity. You may still have the negative thoughts saying I'm not worthy while writing about the thing that you want. So I think the most important thing for me is to make sure that every single day I'm studying for 30 minutes. I study something that increases my knowledge about my hardware. And I say hardware, I'm talking about my mind and my body. You know, I am a spiritual being with an intellectual mind and a physical body. So once you learn how to line all of that up, that's how you manifest. So it is much more of an intellectual process than we think. Now, the journaling can be an action that you take in understanding how to actually manifest.
0: Mm-hmm. got it yeah what do you do for yourself how do you dive deep internally to stay grounded um how are you able to give to yourself so that you're able to give fully to other people
1: yeah yeah such a good question for today. Uh, We have a lot of things coming up in the physical world right now that are uncomfortable, you know, and when outside circumstances are loud and proud, and you're experiencing them in a big way, they can distract you from your mission, your purpose, and they can really take steal your attention. So we end up getting kind of caught up in the experience that we're having, instead of who we really are, what we're really meant to do and how we really want to experience those things. So I always seek serenity whenever I have those things happen. So what I mean by that, um, I use the word serenity to describe the feeling that I want to have. So meditation provides me with serenity, you know, sitting down and writing out um, how I feel in this moment and how I would like to feel gives me serenity you know, making a nice cup of tea and reading a book or doing a visualization, tapping into um, things like that, they all allow me to go within. So instead of saying, I wish this thing outside of me wasn't happening, I go within and I ask, what would I love? What am I grateful for? What is it in my life that brings me joy? What is the good in what I'm experiencing? And so that's a simple shift that I like to do. And I like, it keeps me really, really focused on my purpose and my mission because sometimes the things that happen outside of us can hurt our feelings, can cause fear in us. You know, we start to fear that more bad will come, will happen, but we can just go within to seek the answers. What are your spiritual practices?
0: Do you meditate daily or do you do something? Are you spiritual as well?
1: Yeah. So, um, Spirituality for me is so interesting because I really didn't see the difference between spirituality and religion before this journey. I got very confused between the two. Um, But now I would absolutely say without a shadow of a doubt that I am spiritual. And so what spirituality means for me is being aware of and in tune with my connection to source, spirit, creator, God. So it is me connecting my spirit in to the greater power that is around us. And so it's a feeling. It's not necessarily a thing that you do. Now I have practices that I do to feel spiritually aligned. So I'll meditate. Uh, I do a lot of visualizations. So I do meditations with visualization components. So I will visualize myself at a future state or the manifested state
0: mm. um,
1: to bring it into the physical. Okay. Um, and I use things like aromatherapy and crystals and stuff to help me to feel certain ways, but it's truly connecting in that is the most important part for me for me in spirituality.
0: What's an advice you can give to someone who may be in a funk right now? Um, how can you advise them to, to pick up the pieces and keep going?
1: This is really, uh, really, really beautiful. And often I will use an example of children. So if you think about um, a child that's just hurt themselves, they've fallen down and they've scraped their knee and they're really, really upset. They're in a lot of pain, but you come in with a distraction. So you come in, sometimes you'll give them a candy or a toy, or these days, sometimes you'll put something on the phone to distract them, like on YouTube, you know, um, no judgment. (laughs) Um, But what you'll notice is, is suddenly they'll stop crying and they pay attention to the other thing. So this is just such a good example of how simple and easy it is to shift your focus, So the child is upset because they're focused on the pain experience or the hurt experience that they're having. But when they shift their focus to something else, their experience changes, they're distracted. And so this is exactly how I um, use personally for myself and uh, for clients that I'm working with. If you're experiencing something in your life where you're in a funk or you're bummed out about something or you're sad, That tells me that you are focusing on something that you do not want or like. So you're thinking about something in your life that's happened that you didn't like, the fight you had with your spouse, um, or maybe it's a loss that you've had in your life. Like it could be something that is very, very, um, a very hard experience that you're having in that moment. But what it means is your focus is on something that you don't like. So your vibrational state or the emotion that you're in Is reflected by the thoughts that you're having and where your focus is. So if you then start to focus on the things that you love, the things that you want, the things that you enjoy, gratitude, you know, what is it you're grateful for or thankful for in this moment, you will find that you can shift your energy by simply shifting the focus, shifting, like, just shift to what you actually want to experience, instead of so distraction is a, is what I chose to tell you about when it comes to kids. But we can actually do that with ourselves by just distracting ourselves with a new thought, with a new thing, with a new experience.
0: Yeah, great. Can you finish this sentence? I am a powerful woman <laughs> and a master of manifestation <laughs> who can control my own thinking. Ooh, I like that. It's my own Ooh. thinking. Yes. I would like to wrap up with a segment that I call tell and tell, which is a play on the word show and tell. Oh. What is something that you can tell the audience about yourself that you have not shared with the world yet? A secret, if you will.
1: Oh my, a secret. Yes. Oof. You know, I just had a conversation. Um, out here. So um, I had somebody comment on one of my posts, I was talking about um, how we control our own thoughts, that we have the ability to shift our thinking in any moment, I did a little TikTok on it. And I don't know who this person was, but they commented and they um, just expressed that I'm not validating the experience of those who have been diagnosed with mental illness, who can't actually control their thinking. Like there's a physiological explanation for why they can't control their thinking. And um, what I wanted to respond and say to is that I actually believe that my opinion on this and my perspective on this is even more valid because I have been diagnosed with mental health, um, a mental health condition in my life and was on medication for many years. So That's not something that I share. I've shared it a little bit in my book, but I didn't go in too much detail. Um, But through the belief that I can control my own thinking, I was able to do so and cure myself of the mental health diagnosis that I once had. And so I don't identify it as part of me or my experience anymore, but I am, am somebody who has Um, had that level of suffering in her life. So it just gives me a little bit of a different perspective to say that, yes, I did not control my thinking before, but yes, I can and do believe that we all can now.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, your gems with everyone. If someone is listening, watching, and they want to follow you on your journey, they want to join one of your courses, they want to be under your leadership, how can they go about doing that?
1: Yeah, so the the best place probably is to start off with uh, the website, KathleenCameronOfficial.com. And then other than that, social media, you know, on Instagram, I'm Kathleen Cameron Manifest. And then I have so much incredible value on YouTube. So um, you can get caught, you can get lost in my YouTube for as long as you want. Kathleen Cameron on there as well. Thank
0: you. Your energy is just amazing. I so appreciate you. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you talking with us and uh, just thank you. Thank you for your contribution and all that you're giving to every single person and essentially to the world. Um, It's, it's absolutely amazing. And your story is just amazing.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. Thank Thank you.
0: Well, that is it for this episode of the Journey Told Show. I'm going to leave you with words that my father would so often say to me, and that's to be the best version of you that you can be. Until next time, folks, let that sizzle in your spirit.